Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. Genetically modified, or GM, food remains quite controversial. For example, changing the genetic makeup of wheat to create larger crops. Is this good science, or don't we know enough of the risks? Another development in genetic modification is the idea to have cows create the same milk that women have when they are breastfeeding their babies. Chinese researchers on the mainland are one step closer to developing this GM milk, having modified the hormones in a herd of cattle. The idea is that this higher fat, more nutritious milk would help mothers who weren't able or weren't willing to breastfeed their babies. It would also be much better than powdered baby form. Milk. However, opponents say that we simply don't know what the long-term effects would be of feeding this sort of milk to babies. So, until any decisions are made, the research will continue. Unpack any large electronic device like a TV out of the box, and you will almost always find styrofoam packaging to prevent the product getting damaged in transit. It is light and strong, but it doesn't biodegrade, is harmful to the environment, and is derived from oil. So researchers in New York are looking at a natural alternative to styrofoam that is made from the roots of mushrooms, along with other natural products like the husks of seeds. The team is also working with the Ford Motor Company to incorporate these biodegradable products in the cars of the future, instead of using plastics that could be in landfills for hundreds of years. The eco-friendly foam is still a long way from being incorporated in cars or packaging, but if it can be, then it will be a lot better for the environment. I've mentioned before the problem of space junk orbiting the Earth, which can knock out or damage satellites. But the International Space Station had a close call last week when a piece of broken satellite passed particularly close, and the resident astronauts in the space station had to take shelter in emergency quarters until it passed. Thankfully, it didn't ram into the space station, and so everyone was okay. However, in November this year, a very large asteroid will be heading pretty close to our own Earth. It's about 400 meters across, but it has been calculated that the passing asteroid poses no risk of crashing into the Earth. However, it will be passing by closer than the Moon, which, in asteroid terms, is very close. Scientists are actually very excited about the visiting asteroid, as it will be the first time anything this big has passed this close. And although they do assure us that it won't cause any damage, I'll be quite happy when it's gone. With the problems at the nuclear reactor in Japan ongoing, there has been a lot of talk in scientific circles about radiation and how to decide how much is safe and how much is not. In theory, any amount of radiation is not a good idea, but equally, it is easy to become paranoid about this. 
There is a lot of background radiation that we are all exposed to every day just by being on Earth. However, when we hear stories of increased levels of radiation in food or milk, of course, we start to panic. Certain levels of radiation are known to cause cancer, but scientists disagree on the effects of very low doses. Is there a threshold level at which there is no danger? Certainly, the technology available these days can measure really tiny increases of radiation, and so are we overreacting to that? But the calculations we use to determine if a level is harmful or not have come from interpreting the data from people who have been exposed to very high doses. But there aren't very many of those people to do research on, and the effects of radiation can take years to show. So, for the time being, scientists will keep collecting data and continue their research to understand radiation more. It's an old saying that a dog is a man's best friend, but new research has shown that a man might be a dog's best friend too. Studies from the University of Vienna in Austria have suggested that dogs might come more to a man they don't know in preference to a woman they don't know. Although it depends on the dog and the owner, trials did seem to show that dogs went towards men more than towards women. We often think that women prefer cats. And dogs are more suited to men, but this is the first time that it has been suggested that dogs also like men more. Of course, it still depends on the individual dog and the particular owner, but maybe those bonds between man and dog are closer than we thought. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the science blog for this week. Read it back again on the Teen Time website, and I'll see you next Thursday evening for more. Teen Time presents podcast on demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time podcast on demand. <laughs>